0: Hallelujah. Are you ready for what is coming next? Oh, I said, are you ready? If you are ready, let me hear by your shout. Hallelujah. Listen, I want you to tighten your seatbelt properly. Because we are about to take off. Peter told Jesus, we are poured all night. And caught nothing. Nevertheless, thy words we are told in january february march april may june july august september october november and in december and we have seen nothing but tonight i came to declare to you that god servant is about to give you a word a word that will change your life and your destiny forever hallelujah and tonight hey I said hey, I said hey, shout hey, tonight hey, the anointed man of God, servant of God is no other person than your father and my father, a man of the word, a man of miracles, signs and wonders, a man of the anointing, your daddy and my daddy, the bishop Emmanuel Louis and Temple, give the Lord a clap, and it's so give the Lord a
1: sound. Hallelujah! Put your hands together for the Lord. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for the opportunity. To be in your presence. We love you. We appreciate you. We bless you. Thank you Holy Spirit for your guidance. For your presence. In Jesus name. Amen. Please be seated. Please be seated. Hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be here tonight? How many of you are happy to be here tonight? Amen. Amen. Well, tonight I want to be speaking to you for a little while. And the title of my message is The Visions of God. The Visions of God. Come with me to Ezekiel chapter 40. Ezekiel chapter 40. Ezekiel chapter 40. 40. In the 5th and 20th year of our captivity, in the beginning of the year, in the 10th day of the month, in the 14th year, after that the city was taken, was smitten. In the self same day, the hand of the Lord was upon me. May the hand of the Lord come upon you. In the name of Jesus. And brought me thither. In the visions of God. Everybody say in the visions of God. In the visions of God. Brought he me unto the land of Israel. And set me upon a very high mountain. By which was as the frame of a city on the south. And he brought me thither and said, Behold, there was a man. And he brought me thither, and behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of brass, with a line of flax in his hand, and a measuring reed. And he stood in the gate. And the man said unto me, Son of man, behold, of thy eyes, and hear of thine years and set thy heart upon all that I shall show thee for to the intent that I must show them unto thee are thou brought hither. declare all that thou seest to the house of Israel come with me to Isaiah chapter 2 Isaiah chapter 2 Isaiah chapter 2, from verse 1. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And our last scripture, Micah, Micah chapter 4 Micah chapter 4 But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains and it shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow into it and many nations shall come and say come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord And to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the law shall go forth of Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, give me Ezekiel chapter 40 and verse 4. Again. Ezekiel chapter 40. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, Verse 1 rather. Verse 2 rather. And in the visions of God. Hallelujah. So tonight, I want to be talking about the visions of God. Actually, tonight and tomorrow. Amen. Now, two separate prophets. Isaiah and Micah prophesied. At different times. Probably they didn't even know themselves. But they prophesied about the mountain of the Lord's house. Hallelujah. Amen. Go back to Isaiah chapter 2 from verse 1. And they declared that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house. Shall be established in the top of the mountains. Hallelujah. Keep it there. Now, the mountain of the Lord's house is talking about the house of God or the church. Hallelujah. About the church. And Isaiah and Micah were prophesying that in the last days the church, all right, will be established. In the top of the mountains Which means that If you say in the top of the mountains Which means that there are so many mountains Hallelujah And the house of the Lord Is one of those mountains And the house of the Lord Will be exalted eh, Will be established In the top of the mountains And shall be exalted Above the hills Which means that The church of the Lord in the last day shall be established shall become prominent shall become great shall be lifted up above all other things may us experience this in the name of the Lord Jesus Hallelujah may K1 be one of the churches thou to be exalted and lifted up in the last day in the name of the Lord Jesus Hallelujah the mountain of the Lord's house is talking about the church. And the church shall be established in the top of the mountains. So with means that there are mountains and the church is the one which is the highest. Amen. Now it should show you the importance of the church of Jesus Christ. Many people joke with the church of Jesus Christ. But one must understand. Is that the church of the Lord Is something that God cherishes Something that God honors Something that God values Something that God is building And the church of the Lord Jesus Christ Stands among all things In the last days Can I have an amen? Amen. Eh? It shall be exalted above the hills it shall be exalted above the hills. When it said say that something shall be exalted? It means it is lifted up. So what this prophecy is saying is that in the last days, and we are in the last days, alright, the last days are talking about the days before the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Alright, and in these last days, you know, many people feel that the church is going down, the church is diminishing in its power, the church is diminishing in its influence, darkness is taking over the world, but God has prophesied that in the last days, He would exalt His church, He will lift up His church above every other thing, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Why don't you clap your hands for the Lord. Now, when you when
2: you consider even
1: history, you realize so many things
2: have come and gone, but the church has remained. Many of
1: you are young, but for those of us who are a little older. Right in this country, there have been even governments. Let's start with governments. The government of the founder of this country, CDC. Yeah. It was very powerful. CDC yeah. was very, very
2: powerful. But at, at any time, it was done over again.
1: But the response is gone. Revolution has come and gone. SNC 1 has everything resolved. Supreme Military Council 1 led by General Fet Kennedy, and he promoted General I.K. Chuck, General, General Ignacio.
2: We do action.
3: All right.
1: Then in 1988, God, so a father and a general, a very fine religious man, okay, took over and your so, SMC one became SMC two. All
3: that time the church there. ah uh, there
1: are torped the
3: revolutionary country led by a 29
1: year old black pocket history again natuke and shall
3: It killed them and was still there. Hallelujah.
1: At <laughs> that with point, Asher in uh, democracy, N D P no D N P, People's national Party, led by Dr. Hilda Liman. Alright, N. You are not a politician. He was a diplomat in Switzerland also, and uh, the chairman. Of the PMP of the evil brought him. They wanted somebody who was born in the process and get gave them And he stood with the,
3: uh, he stood there, he that a PMP, and, uh,
1: the MPP, MPP, Mass. It was a PMP, that's what he was. what is PMP?
0: Yeah. I'm here
1: yeah okay. you still see alright now that anything part of them was supposed to have owned, but it was a division so part of them led by thousands. okay go okay. so, and form you and she amen how we are never hallelujah <laughs> so the Lord. The lost and uh, the law and the human human and uh, the energy became the God. At the very same came back. Yeah. in another.
2: Of the moment. So we have to be the church. NBC was born. NBC won born NBC won 56. Then we lost All this while, the church was Hallelujah. Amen.
3: There were companies like
1: GHG, Gamma Master, are there but God is prophesying that it shall come to pass in the last day that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the last day when all these companies are gone in the last day when the UAC, UTC all these companies are gone when all the governments are gone God is declaring that his church is not going anywhere the church of Jesus Christ will be going higher and higher and higher becoming greater and greater and greater and greater why don't you lift up your voice clap your hands and give the lord a shout (laughs) sit down amen amen now watch the murder of the lord shall be established on the top of the mountains shall be exalted above the hill and all nations shall flow into it. Yeah. You know, the church is going to become bigger in the last days. It's going to become bigger. It is going to grow. More people are going to enter the kingdom. I said more people are going to enter the kingdom. Yeah. God is going to lift up His church. And more people are going to flow into it. And all nations shall flow into it. All nations shall flow into it. Amen. In the last days. Now, listen to me. If that is the case, if that is the case, then I want you to understand That you must pay due attention to the church Then I want you to understand that You must believe in the church of Jesus Christ You must invest your time, your energy, your money, your strength In the church of Jesus Christ Because it is the church that is not going away Everything is going away But the church itself exists Even human beings any human beings. Do you remember a man called Victor? Uh, 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 Victor Hurt? Victor no no or or, or Paul something. The one of the uh, Rollins, the Prime Minister. Uh? PB, Obin. PB Obin. He was the de facto Prime Minister. During President Rawlings' uh, reign, it's no more. Do you remember a name called Jacob Chebilanti? Yes. Wow! Wow! Do you remember Eagles Party? Yes. Where is it? Why no is Where is Eagles
0: Party?
1: No more. I I got what I'm saying. We must rather believe in the church of Jesus Christ. We must invest in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the church is a real thing. It's a real deal. And God is not giving up the church. Hallelujah. I said God is not giving up the church. God is declaring that in the last day. In the last day. When you see all the mountains. Right on top of those mountains will be exalted the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Now this leads us, therefore, to understand. The visions of God. Give me Ezekiel chapter 40 again. Ezekiel chapter 40. From verse 1. In the 5th and 20th year of our captivity, in the beginning of the year, in the 10th day of the month, in the 14th year after that, the city was smitten, in the self same day, the hand of the Lord was upon me, and brought me thither. In the visions of God, brought He me into the land of Israel, and set me upon a very high mountain, by which was at the frame of a city on the south. And he brought me thither and brought. And behold, there was a man whose appearance was like the appearance of brass, with a line of flax in his hand, and a measuring wreath, and he stood in the gate. And the man said unto me, Son of man, behold with thy eyes, and hear with thy ears. Keep it there. Behold with thy eyes, and hear with thy ears. Ezekiel was being shown the visions of God, and he was told, Make sure that your eyes see the visions well. And make sure that you yes hear the vision well. Make sure. Make sure. Church, God wants us to see the visions of God properly. And to hear properly. Not disregard it. Amen? Amen. Hmm. Now, what was he supposed to do with the visions of God? And the man said unto me, Son of man, Behold of thy eyes, of thy eyes, and hear of thy ears, and set, watch this, and set thy heart upon all that I shall show thee. Set your heart. What? When we see the visions of God, God expects us to set our heart on the vision. To set your heart upon something, to be focused on it, to be concentrated on it. To make sure that you are doing it. So God expects us to see the visions. God expects us to hear the visions. And God expects us to, to, to do it. To give ourselves to it. How many of you are here? Hallelujah. Now, what is the vision of God? What is the vision of God? When we say the vision of God, what is the vision of God? All right, Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 18. For where there is no vision, the people perish. Watch this. Watch this. Why is it that God is giving us his visions? Because where there is no vision, the people perish. The visions of God are important to our lives. Because as believers, as Christians, as children of God If we don't have the visions of God, we will perish To perish means to die To perish means to decrease To perish means to to lack To perish means to go down To perish means to become poorer To perish means to become little To perish means to not to progress To perish means that things are not working So God is saying, where there is no vision, things don't work People get poorer. People go down. People get destroyed. People don't get promoted. That's right. How many of you understand it? Eh? But watch. Watch. Bishop. So what are the visions of God? You are saying that the visions of God are important. What is it? How many of you want to know? The second part of the scripture. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Now watch this. Watch this. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But When you say When you make a statement And you connect it with But What we are saying is that Okay The first part of The statement is linked with the second part And this second part Is now Going to say something For you To understand what was said first So the Bible is explained to us that where there is no vision, the people perish. By he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Which means that if you keep the law, you will be happy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then it means that what is the vision of God? Watch this. What is the vision of God? The vision of God is his law. Watch. People perish where there is no vision. But they are happy when they keep the law. So the law is the vision of God. So what the Bible is saying is that if you keep the law if you keep the law, you are keeping the vision of God. And if you keep the law which means you are keeping, when you are keeping the vision of God, then you will be happy. You will be blessed. Instead of perishing. You will Promoted, you'll be encountering in your
0: life good things of truth.
1: So watch this.
3: Watch this. The vision of God
1: is the law of God. What is the law of God?
2: The, the law of God is the will of God.
1: The, way, the law of God is the instruction of God. The word of God is the commandment of God to you. The word of God is the direction
3: for your life.
1: With our following
2: this
0: Thank <laughs>
1: Our life, the things that he talks to us about, and God says we must pay attention to the things that he shows us. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? The visions of God. Ezekiel said, In the visions of God. God took him somewhere and then spoke to him. The vision of God is the law of God. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, he that keepeth the vision, happy is he. Watch! Your life will turn around. Maybe this year, you have not experienced anything. You have worked with God and you are not excited. You are not excited about this year. Even though our prophet declared this year as the year of our greatness, you didn't see much greatness. I cannot say One of the reasons could be because you were far away from the visions of God. You were far away from the visions of God. You did not pay him To the visions of God. You disregarded the visions of God. You did not follow the visions of God. Listen. The visions of God are the things that God shows us. The things that God tells us. The things that God instructs us as He expects us to follow them. Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah.
1: How many of you understand that? How many of you understand that? Amen. Now, now listen to this. Listen carefully because I'll be closing soon. Listen carefully. I'll be continuing tomorrow. Listen carefully. The reason why many people don't follow the visions of God is because they are following their own visions. their own vision. So maybe you are a young man here. Listen to me. Maybe you are a young man here. The Lord has told you that He's going to use you. He has called you. Look, we have in our Bible school right now, people from the Kalligono Church, okay, that it took me about three years or four years for them to go to the Bible school. And it was clear that they had a call of God. Now they send me text message. Messages to talk about how they are happy that they are you know in the Bible school being trained, you know, and how they, they, they expect one day to become pastors and other, but it took so much encouragement. I remember one particular person, I mean he didn't feel that you know uh, he had to go, and I kept on encouraging him, and he said today. I get what I'm saying. So, maybe the reason why your life is going in circles is because you have not yielded to the visions of God for your life. Because, what is the instruction that God has given to you? What is it that God has spoken to you about? In 2015, alright, actually around about probably 2001, 2002, after so many years of combining medicine with pastoring, I had an increasing desire and burden to go away from medicine and serve the Lord in full-time capacity. Yeah. It it, it was an increasing burden. I lost, gradually, the joy to sit in a consulting room and to attend to patients. Any small time that I had in the consulting room, I would be making calls about programs, about conventions, about camps, about the ships. God was guiding me into his vision God was guiding me into his vision his vision was for me to stand before you today as a full time pastor to preach to you but you see I struggled with it for years until He graciously uh, helped me into it. I don't know, listen to me, I don't know whether I would even be alive today to be preaching to be preaching for you and to you if I continue to practice medicine. I don't. There is nothing wrong with practicing medicine. After all, you are curing people also. That's yes, nothing wrong, hello, but as far as I am concerned, maybe for somebody, but as far as I am concerned, my life is concerned, God's purposes, God's plans, eh? God's purposes for my life is concerned, his vision is that I will serve him in a full time capacity, now, being educated to become a doctor, and becoming a doctor and practicing medicine eh, is just part of that journey after a certain point that vision must end and i must enter fully into the visions of God I, I, are you here to go home? i am talking about the visions of God lift up your right hand and say Lord lead me into your vision say Lord lead me into your vision for my life. Lead me into your plan. Lead me into your purpose Lead me into your purposes. For my life. Clap your hands for the Lord. Hagan after 12 years of pastoring in the ministry the Lord Jesus Christ told him he said you have not even entered the first phase of your ministry after because the Lord said I did not call you to be a pastor I called you to be a prophet and a teacher you are working your own vision listen listen to me My brother and my sister, be very careful not to pursue your personal vision. It is dangerous. Don't have any personal ambition. Many years ago, the bishop and our prophet, how many of you know him? All right, he went somewhere to another country to minister. And at the end of it, he was interviewed. And during the interview, all right, he was asked the question, What is your vision? What is your vision? What is your vision in life? As Bishop that. Mills, what is your vision? And he said, He answered, I don't have any vision. I don't have any vision. My vision is the vision of God. Be very careful. Be very, very careful. Be very careful not to regard and give yourself to the visions of God. Your personal ambitions will destroy you. Yeah. So that we are guided by money. Something we are guarded by fame. Something we are guarded by poverty. Recently, I visited a man. All right, he he, he lose quite prosperous. He has a big house. Within his house, he's in another house. He has a good car. He has a good job. He travels around the country, outside the country, you know, and he found himself in a situation when he was dying he was a young person he was dying and I went to visit him and pray for him when I got to the hospital I told the wife I said where is your husband he said here it was late nobody was being allowed to go there I, 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 I said I'm a doctor so the doors were open he was fast asleep I woke him up and I mentioned his name and I, and I said, I have come to discharge you. I said, I have come to discharge you, in the name of Jesus. And I prayed for him and he was discharged. After a couple of days, anybody here who is being tormented, being harassed,
0: I discharge you in the name of Jesus, I bind the influence of demons in your life. I command demons of harassment demons of oppression to get
1: out of your life to get out of your marriage to get out of your body to get out of your ministry to get out of your business in the name of Jesus now when was this church, please sit down I want to visit him then he said Bishop, I have learned something. He said, I have learned that all these years, as I've given myself, he said, he said, all these years, listen on. he said, all these years I had one vision. And my vision was become very rich to take care of my children and my family. And he said, the reason why, you know, I had that vision was because I came from a very poor background and I suffered. And I, did, I, and I don't want my children to go through that. So you see, you see, he was being guided by poverty. And then he told me that there was a time in my life that I felt that God called me to wait for him. But because of my vision, I did not follow it. And he said, now, based on what God has done for me, he said, when I was in the trouble I saw so many things And I realized that it is God that has delivered me And said now There is one thing that I want to do I want to go close to God And to do the work of God Receive the visions of God Receive the visions of God Receive the grace to enter the visions of God. Receive the grace to follow the visions of God. Receive the grace to give yourself to the visions of God. Amen? Amen. Yeah. How many of you understand the message? I'm talking about the visions of God. Eh? Go back to Ezekiel chapter 40 and verse 4. The NIV. The NIV. And a man said to me, Son of man, look with your eyes and hear of your ears and pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. For that is why you have been brought here. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. What is it that God has shown you in your life? Pay attention to it. Don't run away from it. Don't run away from it. Especially if God has called you to work for him. Be careful. To follow your own personal ambition. Your personal ambition is likely to destroy you. All right. There was a man called Aman. During King Esther's time. He had a personal ambition to destroy the Jews. That was his personal ambition. Now, for us, the ambition of God was to preserve his people. And to look after them. This Haman, who was very close to the king, had a personal ambition to destroy the Jews. In the end he was destroyed. He was destroyed. He was hanged. He was hanged. He was hanged. Lucifer. He was called the son of the morning. Only two people are called the son of the morning in the Bible. Lucifer and Jesus Christ.
2: The
1: son of the morning. Now look at Isaiah chapter 14. Let's read from verse 12. Oh, may God grant you the grace to follow the visions of God. Yeah. Recently, we lost one of our senior pastors, Reverend Dr. Brown. The, the tributes at his funeral were very interesting. Your professors Doctors, all kinds of people. You know? And they spoke mostly about his academic glory. His academic achievements. Very great. And his professional achievement as a doctor, as a public health consultant, you know, and all that. Do you see? But one person said, in the midst of all that, he said, I was surprised when he came to me one day to say that. He's not a pastor and he's going to work for the Lord. He said, We didn't know him like that. And when he finished, a Bishop Saki went up the stage. He said it jokingly that all the other things that you said about his life, the way he was, you know, and all that, we didn't know. All that we knew of this man lying here was an anointed servant of God. What a testimony. What a testimony. Amen. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground with this to weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, watch this. For thou hast said in thy heart. Now look at me. Look at me, everybody Alright Thou
2: Has said
0: In thy heart
1: he, he was Lucifer, God's angel he was, the, he was the minister Of music praise and worship In Ezekiel chapter 38 The Bible says that very tablet Of his you know, The very tablet of his creation His structure was full of music He was one of the most powerful archangels, three of them Michael, Gabriel and Lucifer and God intended for him to stand before him and meet the, the angels of heaven to worship God and to say
3: Hallelujah
1: gather the angels and to say you are God
3: from beginning to the end that's all
1: That you worship And stand before God The visions of God That you stand before God With the angels and sing
3: J.D.F.O.B.E. yo me
1: Now, put that scripture back. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12. But thou hast said in thy heart. But thou hast said in thy heart. Watch me. Watch me. Be careful about the things that you say in your heart. God knows the things that you are saying in your heart. And the things that you say in your heart, listen, oh, can I have some volume? The things that you say in your heart, listen, listen, listen to this. Listen, can you give me a wave? The things that you say in your heart, Let us, on now, What I'm going to say is very serious. Oh, I spent over one hour today on this statement. What that has said in the heart. The things that you say in your heart have the same weight as the thing that you are actually saying. Whether you say it or you don't say it, the value I don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of time to you know I don't want to preach too long, yeah wow watch the things that you are saying in your heart watch you are kissing somebody in your heart, you are envious of somebody in your heart, you are jealous of somebody in your heart. You are by biting about somebody in your heart. Do you understand? This? In your heart. You are committing adultery with somebody in your heart. Yes. Now that's what Jesus said. His definition of fornication is not that you have actually even entered. He said once you have eh, seen a woman and you have lasted after her already. Lusted after her already. You have done it. Look, this is a very dangerous scripture. Because, watch this, Lucifer was judged based on what he has said in his heart. Go to verse 12. Verse 12 gives us the end of Lucifer. How art thou fallen from heaven? So, he has fallen already. Son of the morning. How art thou cut down to the ground? So, you are, by that time he was thrown to the ground. And now God is explaining why this judgment came. Verse 13. For thou hast said in thy heart. For thou hast said in the heart. When God has called you to preach and you are not saying that you won't preach but in your heart me I won't preach. I will not become a pastor. God knows. God knows. God knows. That is why it is important for you to it is important for you to protect your heart. Proverbs chapter 4 in the scene, if you look at it. Guide thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. What is this? Guard thy heart with all diligence. The word diligence with hard, hard, hard work. Use hard work to protect your heart. Hello? Protect your heart. Protect your heart. It is the things, it is the things that are in your heart that can destroy you. Yeah. It is the things that are in your heart. Watch this. Watch, 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 watch. Things from outside. Food. Cannot defile you. Your heart. I mean your heart. That's what Jesus said. But the things that are in your heart. Look at Mark chapter 7. From verse 15. Give me the NIV. Nothing outside a man can make him unclean by going into him. Rather, it is what comes out of a man that makes him unclean. The thoughts, the thoughts, the desire, the lust, the ambitions, the ambitions that are deep in your heart there are the things that destroy you, that defy you that stain you, that pollute you that's why you must protect your heart long before as a married man you committed adultery that thing was in your heart towards that woman the day you did it it was just the completion of of what was in your heart. So to guard your heart with that. Don't let such a thought be hovering around in your heart. How many of you are here? Are you here? Yeah. I'm talking about the visions of God. And I am talking about the fact that do not pursue your personal ambitions. Pursue the ambitions, the visions of God for your life. Yes. Yeah. You know, you can ask the pastors, when we're believing God to build a mega church here, and we're praying and fasting, and we're doing crusades, and we're, we're planting area fellowships, and all that, from time to time, I used to tell the pastors, we should ask ourselves, why do we want the church to grow? Is it because for our own pride? Is it because, so that people will say that, wow, you know, they have a large church. Because then that is our personal Ambition, and sometimes, and sometimes your personal ambition, okay, is quite close to the vision of God, but it is parallel. Parabeno, it is par close but parallel. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes when you are pastor, you see a lady serving you nicely. Especially a lady with some marriage. You see the question is, is it only the service or there's something else in it? Tonight listen. Tonight God is telling you, look into your heart. If you have any personal ambition, God is saying that reject it and embrace my visions for your life. Go back to Isaiah. Satan's personal ambition destroyed him. That's the, yeah. For that I said in the heart, look, 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 at, look at his ambition. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Okay? The stars of God are the the creation, the people. Eh? I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sight of the north. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. The Bible says in Psalm 75, I believe from verse 5. Speak not of a haughty mouth. Eh? Neither have a stiff neck. For promotion cometh not, watch this, for promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Watch, watch. He mentions the east, the west, and the south. He doesn't, he doesn't mention the north, because God is in the north and promotion comes from God. Hello? Astrologists and people who go to space have located, listen, they've located a big place in the heavens, which is not accessible. The north. Cannot said them. Now that is where God is. And listen to what Satan said. Go back. Go back. Go back. He said, Listen, I will ascend into heaven. I will not my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the size of the north. He wants to sit where God is. Hey. Now he was a created being. But he wanted to sit where God is. And then finally, look at, look, look at what he said. Go ahead. I will ascend above the height of the clouds. I will be like the most high. In other words, Satan said, I want to be God. That was his personal ambition. He didn't like when God said, Lead the angels to be seeking praise, to be seeking worship to me. He did not want that. He had his personal ambition. What is the personal ambition that you have? What is it that is in your heart? What is it that is not making you to accept the visions of God? That thing is going to destroy you. That thing is going to destroy you. That thing is going to destroy you. To destroy you. Hallelujah. Follow the visions of God for your life. Follow. Pray. No matter how difficult it is. Accept it. Was it difficult for me to lay aside a whole hospital? Today, when we say we say it in, in ways. I mean, we without pain, without squeezing of a, a and a, It was all like that. There were questions. There were doubts. There were questions. What, what will I eat? What about my children? What about my wife? You know, what, what will we do? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I thank God that He granted me the grace to follow the visions of God
2: for my life.
1: Hallelujah. I want to end here. Tomorrow, I will show you what you must do with the visions of God. I will show you that instead of following your own personal ambition, follow the visions of God. And I'm going to show you how Paul, people like Paul, people like Jesus, follow the visions of God. And what is the vision visions of God for us as a church? As a denomination. United denominations. Eh? Originating from the lighthouse group of churches. What is our vision? Our vision are the visions of God that God has given to our prophet. The vision. And all of us as children must follow it. And what is this vision? And when we follow it, what will we experience? What will happen to us? We shall be happy. May God grant you the grace. May God grant you the grace to follow the visions of God. Tonight, I want you to stand to your feet and lift up your two hands. And we are going to pray. And your prayer is Lord, grant me the grace to follow your visions for my life. Any personal ambition that I have, dislodge it. Lift up your hands. Stand to your feet, everybody, and lift up your voice and begin to pray. Yes. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Put up your hands. Pray. Lord, save me from personal ambition. Lord, save me for personal ambition. Yes, Lord. Save me for personal ambition. Help me, Help me to follow the visions of God. Help me to follow the visions of God. Help me to follow the visions of God for my life. Lord, I don't even know Show me Guide me Holy Spirit Guide me into all truth concerning my life Lift up your hands I want to see your hands lifted up Let all men Let men pray everywhere Lift up holy hands Lift up your hands and pray Let it come from the bottom of your mouth Let it come from the bottom of your heart Lift up your voice and pray Lord show me the visions of God Show me the visions of God Show me the visions of God happy to follow the visions of God. Pray. Yes. Pray. Show us the visions of God. Guide us into the visions of God. Guide us. Guide us. Guide us, guide us, guide us, guide us into the visions of God. Guide us into the visions of God. Guide us into the visions of God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I want to hear you praying. God is changing something in your heart. God is depositing something in your heart. Say, Lord, deposit your visions in my heart, and help me to set my heart unto them to fulfill them to follow them, to go after them. My God, to pursue them in the name of Jesus. I have no plans, I have no purposes, I have no pursuit, but the plans, the pursuits, the purposes of God for my life. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lift up your two hands and pray. Pray the Holy Ghost. 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 Pray the holy O'Hoshethi. Rabaliandi Ribos Sivaha Palyandi Ribosebaja Lakande Remo Shipotole La Bandiri Bosivaya Palande Lele Mokoribate Zantimote Shabalia Tamantatibo Arande Lemo Makalia Talebaziva Ayande Tebike Riva Hale Yes Lord Yes Lord pray. pray 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 Young Men pray Young Men pray That God will show you his vision. Young woman, pray that God will show his vision. The visions of God. pastor Lay pastor Full time pastors. Pray that God will give to you his visions for your life. That, that you will not reject the visions of God. Oh God, show me your vision. Oh God, guide me to your vision. That is what I want to do. Your vision for my life. Your vision for my life, Lord. Let carry us
2: carry
1: Lift up
3: your hands, Tayemra
1: chapter 40 and verse 4. Chapter 40 and verse 4. NIV. The man said to me, Son of man, look with your eyes and hear with your ears and pay attention and pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. For that is why you have been brought here. There is a reason why God is keeping you alive. Now tonight I want to pray for some people As You have heard this word of God You realize that You are struggling With the visions of God For your life Do you understand? It's like you are torn between two things Should I do this? Or should I do this? Deep down in your heart You know what God wants you to do But as a human being and because of the issues and the pleasures, the, the pressures and the problems of this life, you are struggling with another side. You are following your own personal ambition. That struggle must come to an end today. God is going to grant you the grace to follow. If you are like that here, come to the front. I'd like to pray for you. I'm struggling with the visions of God. But Lord, help me. I don't want to be destroyed. I don't want to be destroyed. I want to follow the visions of God. I want to follow the visions of God. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to struggle.
3: I don't want to be, I don't want to,
1: be I don't want to struggle. God is going to give you the grace. Lift up your hands. Say, Father, Father, Father. Father. From, today, from today, I surrender my life to you. I surrender, life. I surrender my personal ambitions, and I accept your vision for my life. I ask for grace. I ask for grace, ask for grace. Ask for grace. to walk. In your visions. To follow your visions for my life. Lord, on the day that I have died. and the day that I have been put in my casket. I want to be convinced. That I followed your visions for my life. I receive grace. Lift up your hands. I receive grace. I receive strength. grace, grace Grace. to follow the visions of God. Whatever He has called me to do, I receive grace to follow it, to do it in the name of Jesus. I will not be deceived any longer. No matter the circumstances, I I have faith. I have faith. I have faith to follow the visions of God. Thank you Lord, in Jesus name. Amen Amen Close your eyes everybody If you are here tonight You want to give your life to Jesus You are not born again You want me to pray for you You want to say Pastor Please pray for me I want to receive Jesus As Lord and Savior If you are here like that Please lift up your right hand And I will pray for you God bless you If you have lifted up your hand Come Come to the front And I will pray for you Clap your hands for them If you have lifted up your hand Come Clap your hands for them Clap your hands for them. You want to join them? You want to join them? Let us pray. Those of you here say this prayer after me. Let the whole church join. Say, Dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as Savior. I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. Please come into my heart and save my soul. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. From today, please write my name in your book of life. I am born again.
2: Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen.